to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 213, Fury from the Deep. My name is John, and joining me every time we accidentally overflow the bathtub and seaweed comes out of the foam and tries to kill us is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey, hi there. Funny, because I totally need to put some Jano through our our shower. Uh, Hard same over here. Yeah. It's not great. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Taylor, how are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. I am pretty good. I will be better in about four days as we get to the uh, beginning of Christmas break for literally the entire family. Oh, it's a happening. We're, it is indeed. We're close, people. So ready for it. So very, oh very ready for it. I bet. How are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, I, I'm about a week away, okay. I think, work-wise. Next Wednesday will be my last day. Uh, for the the rest of the year, and we have a nice little week off, and or a week and a half about. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. Um, other than that, yeah, you know, just living that quarantine life, right? As as best we can. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Just a reminder, folks: wear your damn masks, wash your damn hands, and yes, uh, yeah, stay away from people. Well, the vaccine is a, is a coming. I, it is. It, it is. It is starting. Starting to land. Got a first uh, class flight. Administered. Yeah. yeah. I, it's funny. Um, Amber actually was reading up on it, and they are saying, "Look, don't everybody in your household get it at the same time because it will make you sick for a day or two. Oh. Um. So rather than have like the your entire family be like, "Oh my god, I feel like crap. I can't get up." Stagger it. Stagger that. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's." I would not have even thought about that. It's good advice. It is. I mean, some of us probably won't even see the vaccine till March. Possibly. Possibly. Same. Um, I mean, I, I want Amber to get it soon because she's a teacher, and I know her district wants them back in the classroom uh, early next year. So Yeah. Well, like, we'll see. Get it to her before you give it to me. I'm just I'm just a lowly you know, tech writer. I'm chilling. Yeah, I can do my entire job from home. Same. So same coming and, up on nine months of doing that now. Woo, goodness. Right. Goodness me. Oy. All right. So um, before we get into the who news, we're going to go over uh, what's making us happy this week. And Taylor, I'll let you take it away. Well, honestly, the, the impending time off is definitely making me happy. Um, but I know two weeks ago, one of the things I was lamenting on here was that I literally had like, the lock mechanism of the bus completely just crumble apart. Yes. Um, I am happy to say that uh, thanks to some hard work, um, some purchased parts, um, more time than I should have been spending trying to rekey a new lock. (laughs) Um, That's not an easy job, man. Hats off to all you locksmiths out there. Um, I now have um, front door handles that lock correctly, behave correctly, are all keyed to the same key. Oh. Yeah, I had a brand new key cut to code um, because obviously a, a worn out key is going to be a little wiggly going yes. in. doesn't quite turn right 
brand new key when everything's all lubricated and working well is amazing. Like all four locks on the bus and the ignition are just super smooth now. And I've never, I don't think I've ever had, I don't think I've ever had a VW where all the locks were just like, like butter. They were so good. (laughs) So stoked. That is making me very happy this week. There you go. What's making me happy this week? What is making you happy? What am I happy about this week? Well, I will say my parents sent us a a Omaha Steaks Ooh. Uh, care package, so we're very happy about that. That's nice. Great. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything anything else that's that's making me like overall happy. That's not like just a food thing. Oh, you know what? <laughs> what Lauren and I watched Phantom of the Opera on Friday, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's it's that you know it was in theaters. It's the one with Gerard Butler. Okay, didn't get great great reviews, uh, but I liked it. I thought it was fun. That made me, nice. it made me pretty happy. I've had literally every Phantom of the Opera song <laughs> stuck in my head now. Oh, okay, which is which is fun, and I. I like it's so weird. You you know Gerard Butler's work, right? Oh sure. It oh, is. Yeah. So, he that was his first time like singing. Oh really? Like professionally, he had had four voice lessons before he sang for Andrew Andrew Lloyd Webber, and wow. Andrew Lloyd Webber was like, "Yeah, this is the guy." Uh, wow. Which is crazy. That is crazy. Um, and he hasn't done any like singing or like Broadway stuff since he he just did the movie and that was it hmm. and i find that so strange <laughs> like it's just very strange to me uh but yeah that's um that's something that made me happy this week also oh i made um this um spaghetti limon on friday oh. fridays are our date night so i cooked and uh i was pretty happy about that you know just um bunch of random stuff i really no, can't that's think okay. of a... you know you know what i have to add um and i don't remember if this was something that was decided on last time we recorded let's see two weeks ago no it would not have been um but uh seb and i have decided that the next episode of if memory serves um is going to be our closing episode yes and that in February. I, I have to remember like which month. It's always going to be a month ahead of what I'm thinking it's going to be. Um, February is going to be the start of All Night Geeks or All Night with the Living Geeks. Yes. Um, yes, that's our social media handle, All Night Geeks. All Night Geeks. And our email address. Um, so very excited for that. Um, very excited to kind of start into that. I've already been doing some research and going back through some of the books I own and rereading them and actually making notes in the margins for show notes. And um, I literally just today received um, a book called The Utah UFO Display because I was uh, rereading Hunt for the Skinwalker. Ooh. Which, yes, I mean, we will eventually get to a Skinwalker Ranch episode. Oh, yeah. I just felt like rereading that book because it's a pretty easy read. Um, And I'm like, you know what? I should pick up this book. So use the last of my Amazonian primeness to to get that launched over here. And I'm like, all right. So we've got that. There's there's a show on, is it History Channel, I think, called History's Greatest Mysteries. Lawrence Fishburne hosts it. Okay. 
And they have got, I, it's at least two weeks. It might actually be three weeks where they are covering like Roswell with new information. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. I've got the first episode recorded and I, I, I need to, I need to watch it because I've also, I've also had some very strong feelings about that event. Yeah. But I won't divulge them here. You will have to listen to All Night with Living Geeks to find out what I feel about all that. And we'll have John on as well as often as we can. And it will be me and my brother and things will get weird. Yes. Yes. Things they will get will. weird. Uh, very excited to to yes. venture venture in and out of that project. Yeah, for sure, man. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into some Who News here. Yeah, let's definitely hop in. Not as many stories as the last oh time. Oh my goodness! Probably a good thing because that was that was a lot. Yeah, it was. Um, but Tom Baker, the 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 God's gift to us that Tom Baker is, he actually did, um, like you know how like a show comes back from a commercial, and the host you know says a little something, and then they go into some some story or some clips. Yeah. You know, or like in interstitials. That's what they're called. God damn it. Um, interstitials. So Tom Baker did spots for, and I don't know what network this was on, the top 10 sci-fi TV in 2001. Um, and and somebody has has posted just a super cut of just those oh my uh, on Twitter. And there are some serious gems. I literally might go in and like, pull out a couple samples to chuck on the soundboard because some of them are so good. Oh, I got it. I got to check that out for sure. Yeah, definitely check that out. There will be a link to it in the show notes. If you haven't already seen it on Twitter, um, very worth the watch. Uh, next up, man, I've got to properly cue that close to bell because we have got some spoilers. Here we go. What a sound. I know. How long does it go? I'm just going to let I'm just, right? just I thought I just put, you know, I thought I shortened it, but I guess not. I'm fading. I'm fading it. I faded it out. The magic of the board. Good job. See, this is, this is stuff. <laughs> I um, so these season 13 filming, uh, if you don't want to hear about this, jump forward, say, I don't know, 120 seconds. Yeah. Um, give or take so three two one if you're still here weeping angels have been spotted on set and this is very exciting yeah season 13 somebody was like hey they're filming in my neighborhood and this looks familiar yep uh this is very exciting i think we're pulling out all the stops for i hope so for season 13 it's and taylor and i talked about this off or you know on on Twitter in the, in the DMs I think it's really cool that Jody's first season was no new monsters mm. it, or I'm sorry no old no classic monsters it was all new monsters um and then second season we got the Jadoon and then yep. technically the Daleks did show up in the, the both specials yes and now it seems like this season is just Full on, here we go. Uh, you know what I want? I I I want to see. I would love to see Jody go up against some Severman. Oh, she has. Oh, we already. did see that. I'm an idiot. Oh my god. No, because you know what? Oh, I also I also forgot. Ah. Oi, 2020 is addled my brain. <laughs> you know why, Taylor? Because that season, which happened this year, this year, yeah, technically happened seven years ago. Yeah, pretty much. I I don't know. Um, 
I was revisiting some music that came out this year and I went, Oh God, that, that only came out like five months ago, six months ago. And I'm like, nah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. (laughs) It timey wimey this whole year. Absolutely. But, but you know, besides, besides (laughs) the Cybermen and the Jadoon, it seems like we're, we're kind of full force in it in the next season, which I'm excited about. Um, uh, yeah, Santarans, Santarans, Weeping Angels. Um, those folks who probably waited the two minutes and popped back in. Sorry, we went a little long. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. It's exciting. There you go. Yeah. Um, and lastly, uh, this week, uh, if you've been waiting for a nice a nice Yule log to throw up on your TV. And enjoy and make, make the room cozy for Christmas. The TARDIS Yule Log is here to warm your Christmas season. An all-new one. With 13. Joey is in it, yep. Well, does she uh, actually show her face? Uh, no. I didn't watch the whole like two-hour loop that they've got. Yeah. But when it starts out, I mean, her back is in it, and that's okay. Yes, it's fine. It's cute. I watched it. It's- it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and lastly, this week's uh, Big Finish freebie. Um, again, better to just bookmark their page than trust us because you will, you will always miss a week. Is a Torchwood title that apparently they've already previously yep. free at once because I went to go click on it. Same. It was like, you've got this. And I'm like, oh, I yeah. do. Same. Alrighty. Did the same thing. <laughs> Last week's was a, uh, a Sarah Jane one. Oh, I missed last which week. Ah, oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, that's that's why you should bookmark it. Just I check know. every Monday. I know. All right, guys, here we go. This week we watched Fury from the Deep, all animated. Oh man, I'm so excited! Uh, starring Patrick <laughs> Troughton as the Doctor, Fraser Hines as Jamie, Deborah Watling as Victoria, and Victor uh, Mattern as Robson. Yeah, uh, it was written by Victor Pemberton and directed by Hugh David. It first aired March 16th to April 20th, 1968, and is the sixth story of season five. And we have a, look at that, we have a decent amount of story notes from the fine folks um, over at TARDIS Wikia. So, Taylor, take it away. Yeah, and you know what, I I just have to notice, because something I noticed and we'll talk more about is is how many absolute weed jokes you could make um, in this story. Or oh, pull yeah. lines out of context. Did did you notice uh, episode six aired on 420, 1968? Oh, my goodness. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. All right. All right, guys. Put those joints out. Uh, this story had a working title of The Colony of Devils, which would have been a pretty cool name. That's a that's a yeah, that's a great title. Mm-hmm. I like it. This was changed to the BBC uh, because they were concerned about the use of the word devils in a program aimed at a family audience. Fair. All righty. Fair enough. Now, if I'm not mistaken, one of the episodes from the last story we we reviewed was the 400th episode of Doctor Who. Interestingly enough, episode five of this story is the 200th episode of Doctor Who. Oh, interesting. Interesting little there you go. correlation there. Um, in, and speaking of interesting, this story features the first appearance of the sonic screwdriver. Yes. And we will talk about it we because will. it's cool. This is, this is the birth of the sonic. 
It was at first a common screwdriver. The script saying it's the doctor's own version of a screwdriver, but upon seeing it, production assistant Michael Bryant suggested the use of one working with sonic waves, and Troughton picked up a pen light from the visual effects department. But on screen, the prop eventually used was a safety whistle taken from Deborah Watling's life preserver outfit due to Troughton accidentally dropping the prop into the pipe on <laughs> day of shooting. Amazing. So somewhere the original Sonic is rusting away in an old pipe somewhere. No episodes of the six-part story exist in the BBC archives, which is why we watched it in an animated version. Um, but this is also the last story to be completely missing. Uh, yeah, I, I have I have some things to say about uh, season five here, but we'll, we'll get to it. That's fair, it's fair. very it's very disappointing. Aw. It is. Well, Well, this story was based on a drama that Victor Pemberton wrote for radio entitled The Slide, which focused on sentient mud rather than seaweed. I feel like we saw sentient mud in the Witchfinders, if I'm not mistaken. We did. The slide was commissioned by Peter Bryant, who produced the serial. It featured David Spencer, Pemberton's real-life partner, and furthermore, Joseph Gomez... The lead um, character of the story, who was essentially taking the role of the Doctor, although obviously it's not a Doctor Who story, this slide version, right. was played by none other than Roger Delgado, who would later go on to the Master. <laughs> oh, Mike. That's Proof amazing. It's a, it's a radio sh- drama? It was originally, um, it, well, yeah, yeah, radio drama. I wonder if we could find that. That would be very interesting. I would love to hear it. That would be very cool. That would be very cool. Huh. Um, now, get this. On the heels of such a, you know, amazing sounding note, this is the only Patrick Troughton story whose title does not begin with the word the. Out of every one of his stories? Out of every one of his stories, this is the only one that does not begin with the. That's amazing. This, this is like a Snapple cap fact. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Uh, unlike most Doctor Who stories, no characters die in the story. That was one of my last notes. I said, do we Same. have an everybody lives situation here? We do. Just this w- twice. This is twice, maybe three everybody times. Everybody lives, maybe three times. I can't remember, and nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lastly, this story originally climaxed Oh boy! With Jamie defeating the weed creature by playing the bagpipes. Uh, that's fantastic. I do like that. Um, the tropiest trope of all time actually defeats the sea seaweed. Yes, yes. Screaming chases him off, but I got to admit, Jamie just hitting the high note on the bagpipe and just laying into it would have been pretty amazing. Too. That would have been fun too. Yeah. <laughs> all me. right, Taylor. We have a world famous synopsis. Brought to you by, well, brought to us by you. So take it away. All right. The Dr. Jamie and Victoria land, uh, well, in the ocean. That's new. Uh, But they're on the property of a large gas extraction factory, plant, whatever you want to call it, plant. Uh, See what I did there? And something (laughs) isn't quite right. There's weed growing everywhere, man. And not the good kind. This weed is potent and sentient. Uh, and it means not just to win Wimbledon, 
Monty Python fans. But to take over the world, can our TARDIS team tackle this tickly weed before it's too late? Will I just keep coming up with words that are nothing but alliterative? I don't know. Or will they succumb to the fury from the deep? Holy moly, Taylor. Um, let's let's get some overall feelings about uh, Fury from the Deep. I, I'm just going to say, while I was looking up season five, um, and we were talking about it before we went on air, I think I think season five, when all is said and done, might be one of the best seasons of Doctor Who. Uh, I would go so far as to agree with you. Now, I have not seen every single story. Yes, that's why it's... Five, yeah. But what I, what I have seen um, in terms of how ambitious the stories are, because, for example, this story takes place just two stories after The Enemy of the World. Yes. Web of Fear, which we're getting one episode of it animated and then the whole thing released. Yes. Uh, comes right before this. Um it, it's it's amazing. Like this this story is a very well like well done story. And we start out with Tomb of the Cybermen, which oh yes, that's the very we did first one. Very long time ago, and, and it is a great story. And then we have, I mean, the Abominable Snowmen, and then the Ice Warriors, which you know are oh, not God. complete stories. No, but both introduce some. Very legendary characters, and then we Wheel in Space is the last one, which is I believe is Cybermen again. Yes, so it's just like, yeah, that's a really ambitious season. It's it's a crazy season, and I I, I know like we have we ha- unfortunately have to wait for them to animate most of these. Yes, um, but I will say this animation Taylor is. Let me tell you, Taylor. Okay, so when I first opened this, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I was just in a weird, a weird place when I started watching episode one, I legitimately cried. Wow! <laughs> I was like, "This is so good. The animation's so good. I can't believe yeah. how good it is. It is the best they've done so far, hands down." Yeah. It. I don't know. It just feels like yes. This is where. You know, like when you're list- you start listening to a band when they first start out, and then they release that album, and then mm-hmm. they go, "Oh, right," and then they just consistently start putting out albums like that album, and they're all very good. Mm-hmm. This is their that album, <laughs> and they yeah. need to they need to stick with it because love this animation. I I just cannot talk enough about how well done this story was from an animation standpoint. Oh, I, I completely agree. This is the better animation studio yes. uh, doing the work here. Um, it's excellent. Like the, the, the facial expressions are much better rendered. The character design is, the is character out of this world. Excellent. Yep. Yes. I, the only, there was one part, I want to say it was episode three, where um, Van Luten's or Van Lichens, I don't it's spelled one way and pronounced a completely yes, different way. Yes. I don't know what to tell you. Um, yes, he is gesticulating, and his arms seem to get a little too big, and his hands seem to get a little too big, and he looks a little like Frankenstein. Yeah, I mean, I did, I but did notice that. So minor compared to everything. Oh else. my goodness! Yeah, like the sets are really well done, really well rendered. Um, the 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 weed, and then the weed monsters are all really, really well rendered. Um, 
it's fantastic. And and the story itself is just a tense, scary. Oh my it's a God. good horror story. Yeah, this is the creep factor in this is is out of this world and completely. There are while this entire story is missing, there are I think it's about four minutes of scenes that somehow made it through the ether. Mm-hmm. And one of the scenes is the uh, the scene where oh my goodness, um, Maggie is she lets uh, Mister Oak and Mister Quill in. Oh, okay. And that it's the scene where they gas her. Okay. And if there's anything that makes me upset, it's that we don't have the full performance of oh. Mister Oak and Mister Quill because they are if. Some- creepy characters and they're they are creepy in animation but you got to see these dudes roll up into this woman's room because it oh. is horrifying i'm gonna have to find that it is uh that is the only thing that makes me like really upset about it is we don't get to see and ev- like all the characters in this are great and i know we're kind of jumping all over the place because it's kind of like the animation's amazing and then there's there's a lot to talk about here, but all the characters felt super flushed out. Mm-hmm. Like everyone had their own story arc that didn't feel like unnecessary. This is we talk about it a lot uh, from a pacing standpoint. I had no problems at all. I was in. I only didn't watch this in one sitting because I had to work this morning. Yeah, but I was uh, I was I was ready to do it. I'm like, well, I'm going to I'm going to watch this all in one setting, but I went, no. I well, and and honestly, I mean with 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 a cast as large as they've got in this story. Um they do a really really good job with it. it yeah, any any pacing issues are incredibly minor. Yes. Um but that also might just be you know kind of how the animation fits to the existing now, the original audio. So that's also we have for for many times when we watch an animated episode we go why don't they change the pacing why don't they do that so i will say they did they did change some stuff in this and did that the only reason i know that is because the scene where they they gas her is um they you have to watch it cuz they like i almost wish they had just spliced that scene in and just left it yeah, uh, but it probably would have you know been very jarring to go out of animation. Sure. Um, so when when Mister Quill opens his mouth and then Mister Oak opens his mouth, um, and then we get like the and the music in this. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this is like a this. I don't you know this might be a perfect story. Just like straight up, I, I think I'm fine with saying that. Like, Ooh. um, yeah. Just talking about it right now, I think this might be one of like at least uh, at least top five stories for me. Okay. Um, but so what they did is in the original footage, they do like this weird um, cut between like they'll cut really quickly between mm-hmm. Quill's mouth and Oak's mouth, and they yeah. just cut 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 cut, and and then it's it's almost like a flashing effect, and then while that's happening, they kind of. Um, they make it transparent, but you can still see what you're seeing, and you see um, Maggie fall over and hit the floor. It's very wow. cool. 
Yeah, wow. it's it's very cool, and they you know they obviously changed that in the um, in the animation, which is fine. Yeah, but man, yeah that that original scene is 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 something else. Holy moly! And yes, let's let's talk for a moment of, of about how the the weed controlled uh, humans apparently knock people out with really really bad breath. Yeah, man. <laughs> gingivitis um yeah it's it's a very you know and that's just like a very subtle easy thing to do when yep. you're on a bbc budget yeah you're just like uh, i don't know they emit gas from their mouths and it knocks everybody out sure whatever sounds good to me right and that's the joy of doctor who it's like well this is how this works okay let's run with it it's also super creepy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. No debate there. You just have some dude open his mouth and and poisonous gas comes from it and knocks you out. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Goodness. Goodness uh, gracious. So I I have to say, I mean, one, you had mentioned the music. Yeah, the man. Story. Music is great, but I have to talk about this this kind of heartbeat sound. Oh, from the yeah, from from the from the pipes, from the weed, from the you know everything, right? We get it multiple times, and I think pretty much every episode. Um, that heartbeat is a straight banger. Yeah, dude. Like it <laughs> literally. It, it almost watching this. It's like oh, that's not a heartbeat. There, there's literally like a dance club next door. Yeah, I mean, and you're hearing it through the walls. I would, I would be very interested to see how many like modern day musicians have sampled sound effects from Doctor Who. Uh, well, I know for a fact Orbital has. Right. Oh, Orbital yeah. has. Yes, for sure. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah, I'm sure there's others. Um, I know in some of the mixes I've made in the past, I've dropped Doctor Who samples into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this heartbeat is just like a proper like dance thumping beat, and I'm like, God, I can yeah. I can I just sample this beat? I know, right? It's great. It's so good. It really is. You know, I also find it very strange. Well, let's talk about the Sonic for a little bit. Because I find it very strange that it seems like every missing episode seems to be like either the first time we see something. So like the first time we see the Sonic, the first time the doctor regenerates. Yeah. Um, and then, but it also seems to be when we say farewells and it's, it happens twice with Troughton and not yeah. just Troughton uh, with Troughton and Jamie. And Fraser Hines, so it happens. What it happens in in Fury from the Deep, and it also happens in the Faceless Ones. Is that correct? Correct. And it's just like, man, what is happening? Like, how are these the episodes that are just? It seems so weird, right? Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I, I think part of it is just this is this is kind of the the era when like. Doctor Who is really taken off at this point, right? Yeah. The show itself is going, okay, you know, we, we can do this with a new actor. What else can we do? Like, let's let's start kind of like throwing the shackles off and being like, let's 
come up with these different things and, you know, oh yeah, well, companions are going to come and go. And so, you know, that happens as well. But unfortunately, this is also a period in time where, you know, I don't know, the BBC had limited space and they're like, well, these have aired, you know, yeah, we need to make space for, you know, third doctor stories or East enders or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and so some stuff gets chucked out, some stuff gets lost. Um, and, and, and unfortunately, you know, it's not until much later where there's this realization of like, I sh- we shouldn't have done that. Um, because it does literally become lost time. Yeah. How dare they? Uh, yeah, I agree. No, I agree. You know, if, <laughs> if, if, if in the 1960s they had the ability to store data the way that we're able to store it today, I mean, think of how many things we would still have. Yeah, absolutely. That would be just not, not just in terms of Doctor Who, but in terms of, of all sorts of stuff. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. So I, I agree because so much of Patrick Troughton's run is, you know, missing or, or partial. We do unfortunately miss out on a lot of these things where either something that becomes quite legendary in the show is introduced or, you know, here are these uh, characters who, who are loved, but not as many people are being exposed to them because a lot of their stories aren't around. Um, and, and I, I know recently I saw something and, and uh, reshared it on Twitter where it's like, it, it really, it doesn't matter how many Dr. Who episodes you've seen or, or how into it, if you love it, you love it. And that's great. Um, and at the same time, I really, I would love for more people to be exposed to, uh, to Victoria, to Ben and Polly, to Zoe and Jamie and, and, and this era, because there's some great stuff yeah. in there. There, the season five here alone has just some amazing stories, you know? And yeah. I, I want everybody who can and who, who has the interest most importantly to go find enemy of the world, uh, to pick up fury from the deep, uh, to go watch two of the Cybermen, um, because these are some really great stories and, and it's, it's worth the time, even if it is paced a little bit different than modern who, even if it's like, Oh my God, it's black and white. Yeah. It's black and white. That's what they had back then. You know? Yeah. At least with the animations, you know, if you're buying the DVD or you're buying the Blu-ray, you've got the option. You can watch the black and white or you can watch it in color. Absolutely. Which is great. Um, but yeah, I get it. I get it. It is a bummer that, so much has been lost. I would love, or oh, I would die to see the entire original Fury from the Deep. Oh, it, it like as much as I say this is a perfect story, I I stand by that. But I would I would love to see that. I would love to see that. It, I mean, we get a little glimpse of it in the clips that exist. Mm-hmm. But man, I would love that. Would just be amazing. That'd be so great. Yeah. Oh yeah, it absolutely would be. Um, Taylor, this is kind of a side note, but we are talking about animation. Yeah. Were we aware that according to the mirror, the abominable snowmen and the evil of the Daleks will both be animated entirely and be released next year? I 
Did we Boy, know that? I what's the date on the article? I I don't know. Let me see. Should be I imagine toward the top. Digital Spy Doctor Who will see this is from um August. Oh. Really? Yeah. I I have to be honest, I don't really I don't recall. recall. Yeah. That is Excellent. And Web of Fear next year, too. Yeah, Web of Fear I did know about. Yeah, we knew about Web of Fear. Yeah, but the other two, no, I didn't, but that's that's awesome. Love it. Let's go. Let's yes. go. Just animate them all. I'm trying to remember when when is Evil of the Daleks? Evil of the Daleks is season four. Okay, so it's earlier than... It's okay, earlier, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Couldn't remember off the top of my head. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome, um, yes, and beat the crap out of everything. Yeah, <laughs> please. So, I mean, we're we're talking about, you know, some firsts and some lasts, and, man, Victoria really going through it this entire story, huh? Yeah, oh, boy, yeah. You can tell early on where she's she's just kind of done. Yeah, she kind of goes through a trance, and I think she just says, and I didn't look anything up besides, I think, some names because mm-hmm. I like as soon as she's like every time we go anywhere something bad happens I'm like she's done yeah. this is it for yeah. her yeah yep and according to the doctor ending up in trouble is apparently the spice of life <laughs> yes of course of course but yeah she just really she you know tries to stay with it for most of the story and then she just has a couple of moments where she's just like that's it and yeah. I do like. I mean, obviously, Jamie's like, please, no one else leave. <laughs> yes, he's true. just he's just also everyone is just always leaving. And the doctor, I mean, that's the nature of who the doctor is. But I do like that the doctor, there is no like, he's like, well, we're going to stay till tomorrow. And if you if you still want to stay, you can't. It's fine. It's yeah, it's it's a very compassionate um reaction from the doctor it's it's so much better than when like ben and polly leave yes and it's like oh okay well see ya yeah. here's a handshake you yes. know maybe maybe the doctor learned from the the previous experience it was like oh well maybe i should be well and i al- i almost wonder if he sees how upset again jamie is mm-hmm. um where he he has to say goodbye to some to someone else um, yeah, because also at the end, I mean, Jamie's like he's upset about it. Like, I think he's he's mad. I think he understands, but I think he's mad, too. And I think he doesn't understand why the doctor is just, you know, it's her choice. She, she's going to go. And like, I think the yeah. last line is, well, I'm going to miss her, too, mm-hmm. or something like, like he he doesn't feel like Jamie gets it. And I mean, I think the next episode, uh, Zoe shows up. Um, uh, I want to say think, she, she comes she in at wheel in space. Yeah, wheel in space. She's she comes in right away. Yeah, but I mean, I I really enjoyed. It's hard to be like I enjoyed their performance because it's animated. But you know, we get we still get the emotion and of the acting through the voice. And I thought Victoria oh, did did a great job throughout this. Yeah, um, yeah, really, really loved her in this um also uh robson we need to talk out about this <laughs> first of all we need to talk about the animation which is just dead on yeah 
where he always just the the look, the character design, the look on the face. He just mm-hmm. has the same look at all almost all times and it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I just nice. absolutely love it. Yeah. And he's he is he's that boss. He's basically Scrooge before the ghosts visited him. I uh, you know what? I like that uh comparison better than the one that I was coming up with. Oh, okay. Because uh, mine mine was a little bit more related to our outgoing administration. Ah, right. Um he, well, I mean, this, you know, he he was um he was a Scrooge, and then he was visited yeah. by the ghost of Seaweed Past, President Future. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was cured, and then he uh, kind of lightened up a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I kind I kind of like that. That like, was they, great. They I did really a really liked good that. job in the ending. It's a, it's a little it's a little weird to go from like we've just had this very panicky uh, uh, experience, like like the whole like the first half of episode six. Oh my goodness! Like. It's even the animation is just you you can you totally get that sense of panic as they're just like, what's going on? Where's this person? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and then it's like all of a sudden like that kind of resolves and then dinner party. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's like, (laughs) oh, now we're back at the base and we're, you know, we're getting things back to normal. And yeah, I'm still kind of being like, you know, hardlining. Yeah, but, eh, you know. Yeah. Knock off a little early, but not you guys. You guys have three more minutes or whatever. <laughs> it's yeah, it was. It was. They take this story takes a nice long breath at the end. You don't yeah. hit. You don't hit panicky conclusion. There's the end. Boom off in the TARDIS. It's like you get some time to breathe. Yeah, and you know, I wonder if that was due to maybe they realized what we were talking about where. The last when we said bye to Ben and Polly, it was like, oh, all right, well, see you later. Yeah, it was very rushed. And they were yeah. just gone. This we we settled the issue, and then we just kind of, you know, we had a goodbye meal. We kind of just, we let it breathe. And I think that was really nice just to do because I feel like as soon as the the issue at hand was resolved, this was about Team TARDIS dealing with one of them not wanting to continue. Yeah. Exactly, and I think they did a they did a really good job of that. They definitely did. I'm trying to think. There, you know, actually, wait, didn't did he come back at the end? Because it's like this is a story where not uh, nobody died. But what about Van Van Luth? Did he show up at the end? He he doesn't show up, but he's specifically asked about. Oh, and the um. Oh gosh, the Shoot. the the scientist who's married to Peggy, uh, Doctor. Oh my goodness, Hastings? Hastings. No, no, no. Too long, too long, too long of a name. It's uh, oh. it's Harris. Harris. Thank yeah. you. I knew it was an H. <laughs> um, he like they're 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 talking to them on you know obviously on a different rig, so they're talking over the uh, video phone or whatever it is, and um, they're like, yeah, yeah, he's okay too. So we don't see him, but he is mentioned specifically as being okay. That's good. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because so, I so, was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> Nobody see does, him. but we, you know, it's true. We didn't. We didn't. But there is a very, there's a very clearly spoken lines where, what about Van Lutyen's? Oh, he's fine too. He's just not on screen right now. He's, 
He's fine. He's just taking a nap. I will also say another. (laughs) (laughs) That was another great just character, just a B character that was that was just hanging out. Yeah, I thought he was uh, he was great because he's kind of he comes in. I don't think he has any authority over uh, Robson. No. No, yeah. I don't believe so. But <laughs> those two, though, every scene they were in was just very funny to me. I don't know why. Like, they were just always arguing. Turn mm. off the gas. No, there will be an explosion. No, there will not be an explosion. Yeah. It was just very, very funny to me, just every scene that they had together. And then when uh, then Luthens would, who was he talking to? It wasn't Harris, was it? It was Harris. Dr. Harris. And they, <laughs> Robinson talks to Harris, and he goes, "Well, we decide." And he goes, "Who's we?" And he goes, "Van Luthens." <laughs> he knows it's just good stuff. I love it. Nice, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so there oh, is this. Yes, to go ahead though. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say. I mean, it's kind of. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say this in terms of. You know, it seems weird to be talking about directing when it comes to animation, but that's that's I take that back completely because directing absolutely happens in animation, but there is a scene in, um, episode five, I think where, um, Robson is controlled by the weed at this point, but he's been like sort of captured and he's, he's having some bed rest. Yes. And he does this thing where, he gets up out of bed and it's like he's leaning forward, but the camera is rotating in the other direction. Uh huh. So like the camera is rotating left. Like the room is almost starting to spin, but he's leaning toward the right. Um, and I think he's, he's kind of like getting a message from the weed hive mind. Yes. Or whatever. Um, I'm sorry. Every time I say weed, I'm not picturing seaweed. It literally is just like the weed I find, <laughs> man. Um, I'm serious. Episode five alone, you can take so many lines out of context and been like, dude, this, this whole story is about pot. It's not about seaweed and it's hilarious. <laughs> um, but, but this, this scene where there's this, you know, this, this weird kind of rotation and everything, it, it was unexpected. It was a little like off-putting at first, going like, "What is going on?" But it was very kind of fascinating. Just visually, just was kind of a neat choice. Yeah. And I, again, I don't know if the original did something like that, but in terms of the animation, it was it was a neat neat effect. Yeah, I mean, also speaking of scenes that I mean, we'll never know if it, if this is how it went down. Um, the scene where. It's in it's in episode one where they're okay. still all on the beach, and then it's just that far away shot from a screen. Like I put it oh, in the notes. Yes, yes. And I mean, I don't know if this is how they originally did it, but if it's not, uh, this is a very cool choice to make. Where we're just seeing, we're hearing the audio from Victoria, the Doctor, and Jamie, but everything we're seeing is from a screen in a different location and this is when they all get stunned yeah they all get tranked yeah they all get tranked and taken uh into the base and i absolutely loved that scene i thought that was that was really well done yeah i liked that so um 
we got to talk about the season five, like season five to six, or I'm sorry, episode five to mm-hmm. episode six is mm-hmm. just insane. We end episode five with everyone taking a helicopter to the sea base. Yeah. And we enter it and all of the people who we thought were dead emerge from the foam and be like, we've been waiting for you, doctor. Right. Isn't that great? I would have loved to seen how these guys originally looked. Yeah. It's, um, it's very creepy. And basically what happens is because Victoria is kidnapped by a seaweed, uh, Robson. And yes. it's absolutely hilarious to me that Seaweed Ro- uh, Robson cares about wearing the headset as he's flying the <laughs> helicopter, you. which is, you. is not a choice they made in the animation. It's literally in one of the surviving clips. Oh, that's magnificent. Which is ve- like, why would he care to communicate with anyone? Yep. I thought that was very funny. Yep. No, that that's great. That's yes. So Victoria sees them all. She screams, and that's when we put two and two together. That sound waves will make these these guys angry and go away. Yep. And then the doctor says, "You know what? I'm going to fly a helicopter." <laughs> and this scene is, for lack of a better phrase, completely bonkers. It is, and I love it. I laughed out loud during the scene because the doctor is, you know, bobbing and weaving out of the way of giant seaweed tentacles that are coming out of the sea. Yep. And he, he's, you know, going around them, doing this whole thing. He, he flies directly towards one, and the he then does a loop-de-loop in the helicopter. He flies upside yep. down in a helicopter. And then, you know, to avoid it, he gets away. And I, I think he goes like, huh. And then <laughs> Jamie goes, what? And he goes, I was always under the impression that you couldn't do a loop-de-loop in a helicopter. I loved that so much. I laughed so hard. I laughed really hard. That, that is great. such a hilarious line after a completely insane thing that I'm pretty sure you can't do. But I love that they realized how insane it was, and they went, eh, let's do it. Yep. And then we get the the helicopter landing scene, basically where the guy who dropped them off is like, oh, you're flying the helicopter, huh? I should probably uh, help you out there. And then so, he goes, how do I land this thing? Just, just because I looked it up for the hell of it, helicopters can do a barrel roll and can loop the loop, both of which involve momentarily flying upside down. Oh, okay. So, but still, just don't do it for an extended period of time. No, absolutely not. <laughs> feels like it feels like a bad idea. So, generally speaking, yeah. So we get back to home base. The seaweed monsters are in their final form, possibly. Well, no, their final form is one giant thing that is that is a sentient being. But yeah, so so they're in their their second Pokemon evolution. Yes, basically, and we get a sample of Victoria screaming. We uh, put it through Master, uh, send it off to to the records company. They approve it. They send it back in a record form, and then we kill all the seaweed monsters. <laughs> so they Which, ba- that's a fun scene, too. It, it is. And I have to say that had, had this story been a, a more modern Who story, I mean, let me phrase that, not specifically modern, 
but even later on in Classic Who, right. it would not have been Victoria's Scream that they used. They would have just used literally the Sonic. Yeah, they would have. You but, know, and you since, know what? since I, the Sonic is brand new, yeah. and they're like, well, it's a tool. It's We're unscrewing things. It's Obviously, we can't use it against monsters. That would be silly. That would be. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. They probably would have used the Sonic, but also they did specifically say that it was Victoria. The, the way Victoria screamed that it was her actual scream that would oh, she so it was could, the key. It could have been specifically anyone's scream. No, it was it, it was her. Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. Okay, okay. Um, Although I, I, I did find it funny that at one point they mentioned some sort of sonic laser, which makes zero sense at all because L and laser stands for light. Yeah. So it'd be a say Caesar. A Caesar blazer. Say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't come up with names for things. That's not my job. Ugh, what Just alternate titles for episodes. What a job that would be. Right? So we get rid of the seaweed monster, and we get an incoming train. <laughs> this is actually very funny. Like, uh, It's just like so so strange. We go to a, a, a feed from uh, Robson and from Maggie. And they're like, "What happened? Is everyone okay?" And and somebody goes, "Where's the weed? Is the weed gone?" And Rubson goes, "Oh, weed? Yes, it's gone. Like he, it is such a matter of fact. Like, oh, right, the weed. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's gone. It's just so funny to me that everyone else went through this traumatic thing, and he's just like flippantly like, "Yeah, it 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 just you know walked away." Yep, it's gone. I smoked the last bit. I mean, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, and then we all have dinner. Yeah, and the, you know we basically just wrap it up, and and Victoria leaves. Not, but not before, not before. I have to admit, we have an amazing sunset. Oh yeah, that was actually a very, very beautiful scene. Yes, where we're all we're all outside, uh, and she. The, I think the thing Victoria was worried about was. Jamie not saying goodbye, which he did mm-hmm. because, you know, he's Jamie. Yeah. Um, and these things hit him hard. But, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, this this for sure for me is like top five straight it's, up. It really is a fantastic story. I'm, I'm, I can't even really think of where I would put it, but it, it is, it is for certain top ten, possibly top five. Yeah, it's, um. It's so good. I loved it. <laughs> and I'm going to um, buy every single version of this I can. Wow. There you go. And That's, I mean, and, we, and, we did get some Delgado posters throughout yes. again. Yeah, I saw those in the background. Which I thought is just a funny thing that they do. Yep. yep. I like that. All right. Do we have anything else to say before we start hitting these buttons? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's safe to say we both definitely recommend it. Oh, what? 100%. As soon as this becomes more readily available, y- y'all need to, to get it. In other words, when you don't have to order it from Amazon UK like I did. I also checked yesterday, and the state one no longer has a release date again. Oh God! Yeah, so Are you kidding me? yeah, I don't know what that's about, but I mean, Look, it, do folks, what you can. Most, 
Yeah, seriously, most of us are playing media on computers and PlayStations and stuff. They don't give a crap about regions. It's very strange that like we like put a pro- what would a price tag to to be to download this like for everyone, right? Right. Like put it up on some streaming cert like you can't put it up on on Amazon Prime for like $30. I'd pay $30 for this. I'd pay more than 30 for this. Yeah. There you go. If you want to put a price tag on it. There you go. Anyway, yes, we both recommend this for sure. And um, let's uh, let's hit some buttons. Do it. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. Okay, let's see what we have. We ha- we can we can think of here. The, obviously, that pipe is is broken by the seaweed. We have a scene where I believe the doctor or Jamie or both throw a chair through a window. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there is that. Um, we also have a scene where Jamie fist fights Mr. Quill yeah. and wins, even though he's being affected by the gas. Yeah. Um, is there anything? There's lots of, like, doors being blown open. Yeah. Like, in terms in terms of straight, you know, <clears throat> Duggan-esque stuff, you know, we get some fisticuffs, we get a chair through a window. That's about it in terms of your, your root core, you know, Duggan-esque-ness. Oh, yeah. Those two uh, things are very Duggan-esque for sure. But we do, I mean, we do get the... Uh, uh, the weed tentacles kind of blowing out one of the observation windows and in, in, in a pipe thing. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, you know, the, the weeds themselves just kind of like taken over, you know, the, the force of the foam right. blowing doors open and stuff like that. But eh, weigh that as you will. I'm going to go with a, a three and a half. That's it's kind of about where I was. That's where I, I was I'm in the three, go. three and a half range. I um, mean, too bad we will not see how hard Fraser Hines actually punched Mister <laughs> Quill because maybe it would be a little higher. But I'm fine with it. I'm fine with maybe, the three and maybe, maybe that's just a question for a future Gallifrey one. Ooh, maybe how hard did you punch Mister Quill? Do you remember? <laughs> um. All right. I'm interested in this one. All right. You said three and a half, right? It seems about right. I did. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the close (laughs) Okay. um, Very creepy episode. Yes. Yes, Um, indeed. What what do we got here? Well, I, I feel like it might come across a little less scary because it's animated. Mm hmm. Right, the mind just goes. Well, it's a cartoon. Yes, on some level, it does that. You know, we whether to what extent we let that influence us is we're all going to be different. Um, but this is at its core a proper base under siege invasion of the body snatchers story with those levels of tension and horror. It is properly scary. Is it too scary for kids? Maybe. Eh, you know, honestly, I might. Say maybe if you've got kids under say ten, right? Maybe a smidge scary. You know, if if they seem like the kind of kids who might be able to handle it, maybe maybe watch it during the day rather than like, oh, here let's watch this tonight after dinner. Yeah, 
kind of thing. I think I think if you've got a gap between when you watch it in bedtime to get some fluff in to kind of dilute this a little bit, mm-hmm. you're good. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, like it, it's got legit, well done tension. All right, there you go. Yeah, yeah it's uh, well, yeah. Oh, one other scene we didn't mention that's just very, very creepy is when Maggie just walks into the ocean. Peggy. Or Peggy. Peggy walks. Just walks into the, just walks straight into the ocean. Right. I think at the end of episode three, I think. Yeah. It's, uh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. (laughs) All right. So we were, we were up in the air if we were going to be doing an episode that would be releasing on uh, oh my goodness what day would that be the, the 2020 well it would release the 29th of december yeah so we were a little iffy if we were going to do it and then just ne- you know before we started recording we said ah eh, f it we're going to do an episode yeah. and uh this time we're going to be doing something even more different than an animated episode we're going to be watching dreamland which yeah. is a animated doctor who serial uh starring david Tennant as the doctor uh georgia Tennant as casey rice and tim Hower as jimmy stocking wolf what, what a name a name oh boy uh it was directed by gary russell and written by phil ford this is uh it i it's like a cg kind of animation it looks like yeah um, yeah, I think this might be streaming online. You might be able to find it somewhere. I have not confirmed that. It says it's available on the BBC iPlayer, um, which is great if you've got a VPN. Yes. Um, oh, right. Well, there, uh-huh. we, there we go. <laughs> there is also a DVD out there, and it doesn't cost much. That has a bunch of the animated. Uh, stories like Scream of the Shalka, Dreamland, a number of other ones that I can't remember off the top of the head because I don't have the DVD right in front of me. And it was like eight bucks on Amazon. I, we Man, I think we, we got to watch that other one too. Oh, we probably will. That would be a lot of fun. But yeah, so that's what we're going to be watching next time. Uh, watch it if you can. That's, I'm, I'm interested. I've always seen it and been like, I should watch that. And then I, for mm-hmm. some reason... Never do. <laughs> yeah, and if nothing else, this this will be a nice kind of like light episode to just, you know, keep with our regular rotation and then actually technically we'll have another episode shortly after that. The next because, week. Yeah. yeah, Revolution of the Daleks will have aired. And there you go. Oh, boy. Very excited for that. So. Until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter uh, at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Look for the little animated versions of Taylor and myself inside of the TARDIS. Rate and review us as well. That would be great. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG is where you can find everything else as well as notlg.com uh notlg.spreadshirt.com if you want to buy any of our merchandise and then patreon.com slash notlg if you just want to donate to us monetarily uh but make sure that you are i don't know going on etsy if you haven't done your christmas shopping yet 
see if you can find uh, some cool stuff from some independent artists on Etsy or shop locally at a, you know, um, your mom and pop shop. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And folks, uh, this is our chance to say it. Uh, Merry Christmas. We hope you have a lovely holiday. Yes. Happy holidays. Uh, Be safe. Yes. Stay clean. Don't be afraid to zoom with your family. Yes. That's what, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Likewise. We were, we were going to try and make the trek up, but then we decided, I mean, this was weeks ago we decided, but yeah, it's a bummer, but Hey, the, the sooner we all just get with the program, the sooner we can, you know, see our family and friends. <laughs> the sooner we can hug people again. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that is it for us this time. Join us again next time. We're going to be watching Dreamland. And we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. My name is John. And joining me every time we... Oh, man, I got nothing.